Hello and welcome to Leviathan News. Today is January 24th and it's jail bucko, jail cast today. People need to go to prison and we have the wonderful Dr. Zur here today. How are you, sir? Good. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. And as the title implies, we are going to talk about the ever continuing drama about Hector Dow, which apparently just can't get its head out of its ass and return funds to the people who gave it hundreds of millions of dollars and is now trying to wind down. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's been quite the never-ending merry-go-round here. So um, if uh, any listeners are from the original Discord, they'll, they'll understand that one. Um, but yeah, I mean, just a quick recap. This started uh, months and months ago. Um, Hector Dow was an ohm, uh, quote unquote, spoon that raised over $100 million during the last bull and then uh, has quite spectacularly uh, destroyed much of that value. Um, <clears throat> finally, after uh, really after the multi-chain fiasco, uh, where the multi-chain uh, lost access to the bridge funds, Hector got hit with another several million dollar loss on that, despite the community's pleas to bridge off Phantom. Uh, and uh, that's when they finally kind of threw in the towel and said, OK, we'll, we'll liquidate. Um, I think the Treasury at that point was sitting somewhere around 15 to 16 million left. And uh, instead of uh, turning over the the Treasury immediately or uh, turning it over to the community or something like that, they went into this uh, liquidation um uh, committee where they had actually a, a law firm uh, sparring uh, legal, uh, which I think is based out of uh, Croatia, advising them. And uh, they went into a six month uh, kind of liquidation phase where they consolidated assets, uh, moved everything to USDC and actually moved to the uh, Ethereum uh, network. And then uh, were supposed to had a long registration, uh, which was all kind of off chain. Um, you would like go and put your wallet in, and it would say like we're doing some deep analysis of your wallet. Uh, and there were lots of uh, cries from different community members about how it wasn't necessarily rec uh, recognizing the the heck they actually held, um, even though that it was purchased before a snapshot. Um, but anyways, then we got to uh, about ten days ago. They well, before fly. we get there, yeah, go ahead. before we get there, let's go back a little bit. So, Hector Dow's been around for a couple of years now, and uh, at one point they had a hundred million dollars in the treasury, which is just incredible. Uh, this was back in the peak of like 2021, 2022, and they started paying themselves pretty insane salaries. I think their their budget uh, for for salaries got up to what like 12 million a year yeah. annualized yeah. at one point. They they started funding advertisements for like random German sports teams. Yeah, big big German like high yeah. There's there's a lot of questions about that one uh, because they funded I think around two million dollars into this sponsorship and um, maybe got like a 
thing on the website. Um, you know, <laughs> it was like the payoff was uh, quite terrible. And in fact, at one point, the whole community discord was rooting for the team to lose because there was a uh, bonus if they like won the league. Um, <laughs> and so everyone was rooting for them to lose. Oh, seven million. Someone's correcting me. Seven million, Jesus! But still, they had they they didn't have that many people working on the the project, and they're paying themselves seven million dollars a year out of a hundred million dollar treasury. And yeah. it just it just got messy, right? They they didn't have any product market fit. They were just spending money as fast as possible, and uh, they just essentially were were taking as much money as they could from this project. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's really kind of the and the thesis of a slow rug here. Um, and as we've learned more and more about some of the uh, developers that were on the team, you know, there's uh, one developer who goes by Bart um, and we've linked him to several other uh, scams and rugs um, or projects that have ended rugging where, you know, he's always claimed no fault, but the pattern is uh, undeniable. And we really, uh, brought that up to sparring this legal counsel and the other quote unquote members of the liquidation committee and urged them, you know, caution uh, to remove this developer, that the team was compromised. And uh, we we sent letters, uh, emailed them through their only, they really like they shut down all their comms, they deleted their discord, they um, locked down their Twitter. And so they had like an email that you could send to. And so we, <laughs> we, we, ple you know, we pleaded with them uh, several times. We were worried ex that exactly this would happen. Are um, they doxed? They are uh, not doxed. Um, they, they claim to have doxed through a uh, third party at the launch. Um, but we all know how hard those are to get slash uh, not always reliable. Yeah, and it looks like that there's just continuing outright fraud here that's been happening for for quite a while. I know that the um, we've had you on last time. We had you on a few months ago. Uh, yeah, it was, it was like seven months ago. This is still going on. So that uh, is also also tiresome meme. Uh, so we also have a co-host here, Mr. DeFi Advisor. How are you, sir? What's up, guys? What's up? Apologize for the delay. Uh, that uh, that Hector Dow story with uh, Drezer, it, it is quite crazy, actually. Especially, you know, just like you said, it's probably been like half a year at least or something like that, right? You said seven months, uh, Drezer? Yeah, they've been in liquidation for six months. The whole saga has been going on for far longer, almost a year. Yeah. Wow. And by the way, what's the like the amount of money in total that people have uh, lost there? <laughs> uh, well, I think our at our current uh, treasury uh, values after their now fourth hack, uh, we're down to 12 million uh, and change, I believe. Um, somewhere in that ballpark uh, from an initial, you know, 110 to 120 million. So, so back people have in, lost a lot. Yeah. So back in July of last year, the I think this is the last time that we talked. This is around the, the time that multi-chain went down. And the project at the time lost $8 million worth of assets after they were, quote unquote, mysteriously removed from the coffers of the uh, bridge protocol. And, uh, you know, since they were based on Phantom, they did have exposure to multi-chain, unfortunately. And uh, that, I guess, is was unfortunate. 
Uh, there was what $16 million that was left over that uh, went into liquidation. And uh, wasn't there some strange vote about uh, whether to like liquidate the treasury or migrate the project to another to another uh, blockchain? Yeah, yeah, that was the like last ditch was like, uh, they wanted after saying, you know, for months, like, oh, you don't have a claim, you know, there's no claim to the treasury, even though you bonded money directly into it, you know, they finally said, like, oh, okay, well, we'll, we'll abide by Dow and we'll, we'll vote. But uh, the vote was, you know, very obvious, it, it was only, it was only like, yes, or uh, migrate, it wasn't like, here are the ways we're going to do it. You know, like it was still, it was still like not very Dow-esque. <laughs> oh, I think you're muted, Sam. Uh, so they were also, I mean, the, the the Hector Dow people that were in control as well too, held a large portion of, of governance voting power too, right? Yeah, not as much as you might think um, from people who supposedly were aligned with their protocol. Um, suspect that they had sold a lot of tokens uh, on the way down. Yeah. Um, and so really the community had an uh, overwhelming majority of uh, holdings. The vote was not close. Well, there's some reports that from that $100 million or $116 million peak of treasury, uh, there's some analysis that says that the team was able to extract about $52 million in salaries over that period without delivering any, any useful products. Yeah, no, yeah. no real value. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's it. Like I said, I, I it's just uh, it's been a slow rug um, since the start, uh, and then we finally had they they you know they took salaries during the six month uh, liquidation. It was another chance to uh, pay developers, uh, pay this legal counsel for all the legalese that they needed apparently despite the fact that they never were really officially incorporated because we voted that down as a community um and then so they, they continued to drain money off this treasury and then we finally got to redemption which at the time should have been about 14.7 million divided by the amount of heck that registered um there are uh, lots of things to unpack there that uh, might be past the uh, needs of the of the cast, but um, we so they they launched their redemption contract and it looked like it was going to be about nine dollars and thirty cents per heck um, was actually going to be returned. Um, unfortunately, that contract was uh, uh, exploited, um, and uh, there's been some great threads, um, one by Bobo Shanti and. Uh, one also by a little bag scientist who's taken an interest in the community and was also the uh, on-chain sleuth that helped connect the uh, byte DAO on Metis uh, dots. Uh, and so he's written a nice uh, exploit um, where it really goes into a lot of detail. Um, and, but the, the end of the story is like timing here is everything. And so um, there's the, the contract opened yeah, this is the per this one's perfect. So the the contract was funded, and we we urged them multiple times not to fund the entire treasury into the redemption in case they got the math wrong or there was an exploit, <laughs> you know, because they've they've failed before. Um, and so, but they loaded all the money into the contract, and then there's because of this very convoluted, like they made this as complicated as possible they had like an off-chain messaging system that would like message how much heck you had on phantom to ethereum and like 
Obviously, there was centralization in there. They had a uh, audit done, um, and I, I think with Hacken. Um, oh, I think it was Certec actually. Or sorry, Certec, yeah. yeah. Um, and Certec like said, "Listen, there is this is a high risk. You know, there's a lot of centralization, and they just acknowledged that, didn't change anything." And so, what's really interesting here is there was so after the treasury was funded. There was an uh, off-chain message at 512, um, and it took one minute, and that's the hacker's message. Meanwhile, one of the team members, uh, Farouk, um, who goes by uh, Qboy as well, um, also sent his off-chain message, but his is delayed, right? His is delayed for 50 minutes, um, where the other, where the hacker's message gets through in one minute, and then it sets the it's a, it's like 0. 0.0001 heck. And it's able to withdraw 2.7 million dollars um, with a with an offset uh, conversion rate. Um, meanwhile, Farouks is still sitting, trying to come across. And then finally, his uh, off-chain message comes across, and he tests the contract and gets the correct conversion rate. Then they wait a few minutes, and then they pull all of the treasury money. And so. You know, like I said, timing here is everything, and there's no possible way that this hack or quote unquote exploit can happen without an insider, probably a rogue dev, probably Bart, but you know, hard to can't say for certain at this point. But there, there's it's really uh, hard to explain this timeline without an insider theory or a, a rogue dev um, directly exploiting the contract via the off-chain messaging system. That's insane, man. Samuel, yeah, yes, you can take a look at the uh, the conclusion that uh, Little Bag Scientist came to, and he says this exploit was only possible because the deployer wallet added uh, another wallet here, uh, we'll just call them EF7C, uh, with a ridiculous amount to redeem for through a manual transaction on token vault contract. No monitoring for calls on the smart contract by the liquid liquidation committee was done, uh, or else the amount would have been noticed well in time. Uh, too much faith was put in a team who has demonstrated to be vulnerable to attacks in the past and often creates their own. Uh, this damage would could have been mitigated as well if the liquidation committee wouldn't have funded the treasury contact or the redemption treasury contract with the complete treasury and it's unclear why the team thought this was a good idea given the track record and plenty of better examples in the industry and he continu continues to say the impact of the deployer wallet's ability to add eligible wallets and eligible amounts after transferring ownership has been severely underestimated by the hector network team as well and the liquidation committee has neglected to secure the transfer of messages between the phantom and ethereum network as is now evident from how easy a quote unquote rogue dev was able to add a new wallet and extract the funds that he did. Um, it's pretty crazy that like one minute after the contract is posted, he fires off his uh, transaction, is able to get it in. Farouk takes close to an hour to get his through and uh, they fund it with the entire treasury. Right. And like you're if you're Farouk, like you're staring at the contract right like i mean every dev should be staring at the contract they just went live with a 14 million dollar contract like everyone's looking at it how do you not see this transaction come through and then it waits several minutes before it exploits the contract you know so it's like what 
what are you guys doing in that time frame? You know, it, it, like they didn't withdraw the funds until 550 after that, but they, you know, had gotten the off-chain message through at like 513. Yeah, so let's you know, let's so take a look, let's take a look at that timeline, right? So the the treasury is funded with the entire amount at four nineteen. Uh, at five oh six, the reimbursement rate is is set. At five twelve, the hacker transaction comes in. Five thirteen, the hacker transaction goes out. That off chain message takes one minute. Uh, sixteen minutes, or sorry, uh, yeah, sixteen minutes later, Farouk fires his transaction in. That takes fifty minutes. So his transaction isn't uh, completed until. Uh, 621. So there's a huge amount of time when that happens. And during that time period at 559, the hacker withdraws his funds, uh, taking that $2.7 million, swaps it into ETH, splits up the ETH. And, uh, and you know, it's, it's, it's gone at that point. Yeah. Now uh, and, washing it, uh, through tornado cash, uh, you know? Yeah. And it's only after, it's only after he swaps the ETH that Farouk withdraws all the funds and then the treasury money is withdrawn. Right. Yeah, exactly. It's so, so it really like, it really kind of, I don't know, you know, it's hard to say what was going on in the room at the time. Right. But like, clearly they saw this transaction come through, you know, they, they saw that it was set wrong and then they took the money and it's like, they were like, Hey, wait, maybe give it back. <laughs> you know, like, don't, yeah. don't take it. And then they swapped it to ETH and they were like, Oh no, they've really gone rogue. <laughs> you know, like is, is my, best interpretation or best guess of what happened here like why else would you sit with an open exploitable contract and who takes 2.7 million dollars if they can set the rate to whatever they want like why not take all of it no yeah. hat no 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 hacker takes 2.7 here you know um, and so there's this time there's this time period between 513 and 559 when they could have paused the contracts, right? They could have pulled the treasury funds from the contract. hundred percent, hundred percent. There was a half an hour time period where the funds were sitting there open to exploit and nobody did anything. And you probably had multiple devs that had access to the contract that were able to pause it at this point that did nothing. Right. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah, and really, that, <laughs> I, think, I think that's where the, the malice and the fraud comes in. Uh, and it's it's not just a question of incompetence here. Exactly. And, you know, you have these uh, other members of the liquidation committee, one which is a, you know, a legal firm. And uh, like this is this is on their end. You know, God, I hope that a legal firm isn't, you know, selling themselves out for two point seven million or some cut of that, you know, but it's negligence at the very least um here and so it's it's really concerning and so now the treasury funds sit in a three out of four multi-sig and we know that there's someone compromised on that team you know at least one person and so the the treasury funds are at really high risk here of uh disappearing further um and, and what they really need to do is they need to put this money in escrow or turn it over to you know some competent devs um or the community um, on a community multi-sig um, because at this point they can't be trusted. They've proven it. This is the fourth quote unquote exploit, uh, all of which have some very compelling evidence that they were maybe not outside jobs, you know? And so <laughs> um, it's, it's, it's almost laughable. You know, all you can do is laugh at this point. Um, 
as it stands now, if they actually redeem the remaining money, uh, heck holders will still get uh, about $7 per heck um, based on the math from the redemption contract uh, that they deployed, assuming that's correct, which is a big if. Um, and so, some, you know, some people will still get some relief from the 99 plus percent drawdown that the token faced, but, um, you know, just keeps getting worse. So I, I just want to go through the, the previous hacks. So back in 2022, there was a ransomware hack on their hosting platform. Uh, the, the second hack or exploit was an unauthorized USDC spending on a beta bridge contract that resulted in a loss of about $700,000. And uh, then the multi-chain hack as well, too. And, and now this. So, you know, you're looking at close to what, like $17 million of, of funds, which have been improperly stolen uh, from the Hector Dow, in addition to the potentially $52 million of funds that were, that were uh, taken by the team as well, too, in the form of salaries and probably selling tokens off as well, too. Yeah, and great, the, great summary. I'm imagining the like you know when you want to invest in a new project and you go and read about stuff like uh, the tokenomics and how many percentage are going to go to the team and how many are going <laughs> to the community and the LPs. So in my mind, I'm already okay. Uh, this percent uh, we're going to do like twenty percent soft drug, uh, about forty <laughs> percent like uh, curd hacks. Like, like you might as well have given the Hector Dow investors uh, the graph of uh, what they're actually going to get and the different types of uh, ways that they're about to lose uh, the money that they're going to invest. Yeah, 60% to team, 35% to <laughs> hacks, 5% yeah, can... <laughs> <Yeah>. to community. <laughs> Random hackers, 12%, uh, whatever. Insiders, uh, 8%. Yeah, my question is, is like, it seems at this point that this should be a case for some sort of like national federal investigative authority yeah. to come in. Um, long ago, know. no? Yeah, long ago. Yeah. Like if I, if Alexei Pertsev is in jail and uh, like I see an NFT campaign by Amin Suleimani to get him out, but these guys, uh, no one's looking out uh, for them. It, it's not, man. There, there are some criticisms uh, about our industry that are actually uh, like true. <laughs> Yeah, and I think uh, a lot of it comes down to uh, jurisdiction, you know, doxing, um, et cetera, um, as to maybe why uh, there hasn't been <clears throat> true uh, criminal or, you know, investigative uh, charges going on. But I, I think they outdid themselves with this one, you know, like it's just so evident that the team is compromised it's just so evident that it was an insider exploiting like i think i think they uh think they took it one step too far yeah and it i don't know i mean what about the funds i mean they must be, like are they traceable have they gone to any exchanges uh, i mean that must they be did yeah they did touch a binance or like the uh hacker wallet i think uh, did touch a binance uh, deposit address um so might be one thing to look into and then they're you know, sending funds through um, Tornado Cash, so a um, little little harder to trace there. But so we, uh, if if anyone's going to do it, we've uh, we've got some good we've got some good sleuths uh, on our on our team that are uh, trying trying their best. So you know, and it should. I mean, like the typically like 
the FBI. Oh, yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah, the FBI usually goes after cases that are more than a million dollars. Like, I don't think they devote much time to smaller cases. But here we have millions of dollars that have been taken. And I, I would assume that this type of project would pop up on their on their feed, right? And uh, especially when you have the, the Hector Network website updating to essentially say that the Hector Network regrets to inform you that there has been a security breach when the protocol was redeeming token holders as part of liquidation and approximately $2.7 million was stolen on the 15th of January. Hector Network is actively investigating the incident and want to provide you with transparent and timely updates on the progress. Uh, before the contract deployment, Hector, Nectar, or Hector uh, engaged Certec, a leading blockchain security firm. Uh, what's the, hold on, there's that, there's that meme, you know, the, the people walking- The pat in, down. Uh, yeah, they're <laughs> walking into the football stadium where they're just like, you know. Yeah. Well, which, which I mean, and not to not to flame Surtech here, like to their credit, they said, like, look, there's a problem with this redemption process. You have a huge centralization factor, like right here. Any if there is any compromisation in the team, like someone can just do whatever they want. And Hector said, like, okay, understood, thanks, you know, and continued anyways. So it's 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 like Certic didn't identify the biggest risk factor, you know, going into the redemption. They just, yeah, here we go. Uh, they just, they just, they're just ignoring it. It'd be better if the meme, it'd be better if the meme was uh, like a guy walking in, like strapped with an assault weapon and, you know, Hector Dallas, <laughs> Hector Dallas, the guy uh, doing the brush off, you know, it's just, oh, you're good. Come on in. Um yeah, so now their latest thing in that uh, updated, they're like, we're going to reach out to chain analysis and, we're, and we're, they're going to help us. And like, I, I I don't think they've reached out to chain analysis. I, I don't think they have any interest in reaching out to chain analysis. I, I think it's a bluff. I think, uh, you know, if there's anyone listening that has touch points with chain analysis, we would we would love to co collab with them. We would love their help. Um, and so that's a, a free plea plug to uh, anyone who's got touch points, uh, send them to the, send them our way. Um, we're in the Hector Dow uh, community network. Uh, we post the discord uh, link for anyone to, that wants to follow along. Well, why did the liquidation take so long? Good question, Sam. Good question. You know, most liquidations uh, with well set up companies uh, that have just as large of treasuries take far less time. I mean, there's several that have gone on recently. Look at look at Vesta, um, you know, uh, even Aragon, Dow, uh, you know, did a was able to come to a redemption process faster than Hector Network. Um, and, and so there's really, you know, they they uh, said, well, they needed to, you know, create the redemption contract. They needed to create all the software. They needed to have it audited. They needed to liquidate their, uh, uh, they had this uh, other project that they thought that they could get some value out of from selling the IP that was like half finished. Uh, they put that on OpenSea on, as an NFT. Didn't do so hot, <laughs> not surprisingly. Um, so, you know, they, they just, and then they have this legal counsel that's uh, legalizing everything and, uh, you know, really being paid to slow things down. It's my personal opinion. Just are, they, are they still taking salaries at the moment? Well, 
they have not officially said what will be happening as they, uh, they, you know, they obviously paused the redemption efforts and uh, are going to make sure the contract is quote unquote fortified. Um, and so my guess would be that, yeah, they'll, they'll take some salaries uh, while they do that, probably pay sparing, uh, sparring uh, legal some more money. Um, so there's still you can see them still taking salaries like this whole time with we're talking. Uh, yeah, during that six months, you can see them uh, taking salaries. How, how much, by the way, how much uh, does, does the team uh, actually uh, pay uh, themselves throughout yeah. this time? We I, I start know, like a, a yeah, monthly, we... whatever. Like, uh, what are people actually getting? Because, you know, uh, I, I've been following crypto and for sure I'm uh, like uh, not the biggest expert on uh, on DeFi and that stuff. Like, you know, the double O in my uh, advisor, uh, part of the name uh, is there for a reason. Uh, but you know, you hear about stuff and whatever. I have never heard any anything about uh, Hector Dow other than the stuff that's uh, like uh, gone rogue. Okay, I've never heard like okay, this is uh, so. How how do you explain that that uh, like they keep taking these salaries, nothing ever happens with the project, and still no one uh, like actually investigates it and actually like from the legal uh, side of things actually tries to solve this issue this is like uh, uh i don't know it's like a theater you know what i mean yeah it really is it's it's defi it's defi uh a drama at its best um but uh yeah they uh <clears throat> thank you yeah sandberg's right they uh last salary payment they did what they had been doing times three months worth i i, I no don't way. quote no me. way don't, <laughs> yeah right don't, no how much how much uh, can, can you share numbers in the yeah. comments or maybe you know whether like how much money did they actually take even in these last seven months like that we yeah. know no. that, that, that the project is not going anywhere that they know that the, they are the, the the like the community actually wants its its money back but they're still <laughs> like keeping it hostage and like nah, 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 nah. we're gonna soft drug this all the way through like then yeah. getting a penny back so you know Matt yeah yeah uh, D DeFi advisor I the the I don't have the exact like to the dollar figures but it was like 16 million that we went into liquidation with and then it was like 14.7 that was going to be or that was deposited into the redemption contract so Jesus, that was over so that was money. over six months so much money so so much money and so, so 1.3 uh how many team members are there 1300 like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, how many like uh, yeah Man. Yeah, well, they they had the uh, I think three or four quote unquote developers. Um, they had uh, this uh, gentleman named Farouk who was uh, supposed to be leading, um, and then they had the uh, <laughs> and then they had the sparring uh, legal counsel. Oh my god! 1.3 million for a period of uh, like you say uh, a little over half a year, when it's known that nothing is actually going on with the project. And the in the community is asking for its money back. This yep. is like I don't know how to address it. Like uh, I don't know how to address it. I I've been uh, like thinking about all kinds of stuff from even before the show. When I was like uh, I wasn't in the best mood even before the show, but now when you tell me this, I'm like oh my god. Like the stuff I'm thinking about is a joke <laughs> because these people are uh, were actually like robbed in daylight uh, on chain and no one's actually doing anything and uh, it seems like and you know to your uh, credit i might say you know we've been talking to you specifically about that so you're obviously trying to do something but it doesn't seem to uh, to be working for now unfortunately 
Yeah, there's your uh, uh, what you're showing there. There's your uh, two main people, uh, Bart, head dev, and Farouk as uh, the head of finance. He was wearing multiple hats and, and drawing multiple salaries. Um, so, oh, uh, but but he only when he went when he he redeemed. Don't worry, Farouk redeemed his heck at the nine point three before they pulled the treasury. Don't worry. <laughs> it was a whole it was a whole like twenty four hundred dollars. So that tells you how much heck he actually held, you well, know, which is he, like I mean it, he sold it before the, the like months ago, right? Like years ago. Yeah. Probably well, so he actually brought came in on the team um during like to, to quote unquote turn things around he was he was hired onto the team there's there's been a lot of like internal power struggles uh within the team that we're not totally privy to um we just kind of know some of what we've been told but there's definitely been some like uh some mutinies you know um the the original founders of the project were on until just really until liquidation when they basically resigned i think i think i think they knew that there was that an insider hacked their bridge you know and they weren't brave enough to do something about it, um, and and they re they resigned and walked away, um, and they had but they had already gotten there, you know, hundreds of thousands, millions of dollars that they siphoned to their own uh, to their own pockets, and so they just walked away. Thought, well, this is looking bad. I, this might actually lead to jail. Maybe we should just disappear, um, you know. And, and Farouk, Farouk was around during that time, and then he took over kind of sole leadership. Um, but there's definitely been some mutinies back and forth uh, within the inner circle of uh, team members. So, what about the this legal firm sparring? Like it's it's really weird. It, it, I I don't totally understand what their um, game here is. They they came on to advise when they were trying to put together this um, BVI. Uh, company and the one that the, the committee voted down and said, no, we don't want that because that's going to like totally siphon the treasury, you know, like it's going to block like any claim, like it's going to legally block any claim to the treasury. And they came on and they like one of their uh, team members was like in an AMA with Farouk and he was just like, no, you have no legal claim to the treasury. No, it's, it's, it's not a, you know, the token is uh, just a utility token, blah, blah, blah. And then like, <laughs> A couple of weeks later, his boss was in the Discord. Like, hey, can we see the white paper? <laughs> you know, so I'm like, <laughs> like I don't know if, I don't know if the Hector Network people were pulling the rug on sparring too, and or if if sparring knew about all of it before, but um, and made a bad judgment. But then they're they're you know they're a legal firm sitting on the liquidation committee. They're they're one of the multi sig signers, and they and they get rugged for two point seven. I mean, insane. You know that you would have a official legal facing firm, you know, allow an insider to do this. Like, speak speaking of charging DeFi advisor, like you got all the pieces you need right there, and they're silent. But so I still don't understand. Like uh, I know it, I may be naive, I may be like childish, uh, I may I may be asking uh, like dumb and left care questions. But I don't understand why no one is uh, like, uh, like, is this not a felony? Is this not a crime? Like, uh, are the, is no one responsible uh, to, like, I don't know, if you, like, you're a person, you go and complain about it, I don't know, you file charges, I don't know how you say this exactly in English. Uh, like, 
are, are they just looking at you and saying telling you ah okay no uh, we can't uh, we can't really uh, do anything with the fact that uh, you guys have been robbed uh, like with millions of dollars now we have uh, we have other stuff today like you know I, I'm I'm really starting to think that there's only one way that you guys will uh, get your money back as a community and it's if you um, you should just produce a movie about this <laughs> and, uh, and that's, that's honestly the only way that I think that uh, there's any way but you should you should do it like quickly before the before the the team does the movie you know what I mean because otherwise they're gonna rug you uh, twice out of it and I really think it's one of the craziest story that I've heard in uh, crypto especially because there's someone like you that uh, uh, actually shares it and tells about it and I really think that uh, this is uh, this is this is actually gonna be a movie at some point and uh, and it's gonna be a good one because it's actually gonna teach so many uh, things about how the industry uh, was ran at the time uh, or is still run now on uh, unfortunately in some cases and really it's just like, uh, like what's the vibe in the community how many people are still even uh, like uh, grasping onto a specific hope that something's going to happen with the money because it's uh, it, it's like uh, again and i don't know how to say this uh, specific word that i'm looking for in english but it's like uh, they're trying to see that uh, when is the is this community going to be tired enough to uh, and see that we will yeah. never pay him back to just go away and fuck off and we can just uh, <laughs> you know, uh, how do you say withdraw the money to uh, whatever is left there to their accounts and whatever they're really just trying to yeah to get I mean so open and stop fighting yeah no I mean agreed and so the community discord I mean everyone knows what's up there were they had a lot of uh they, they had a lot of zealots um, in their, you know, uh, members um, and they've all turned. I, I mean, everyone knows finally everyone's eyes are open and everyone knows that they have this team has nothing, you know, good. They're not going to do anything good. And so we've uh, really banded together at this point. Everyone's uh, working very hard to track down this money. Um, everyone's, uh, working very we we've raised some legal um funds uh you know there there's actually things happening um and like i said that's why i said earlier like they're, they're not going to reach out to chain analysis they they know what happened so we're we'd love we'd love uh uh their help or some you know someone like them too we have some really good sleuths um like don't get me wrong we have some very very talented people that have been working on this um and you know quite frankly probably before this uh, latest uh exploit a lot of the thought was like let's just you know if they really redeem let's 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 just let them redeem um but but obviously that was uh in hindsight poor decision making we should have uh, been after them harder um but uh we're there yeah <clears throat> I, I i'm just astounded by the incompetence of some people in this industry. You know, today we reported on a story about Sagadao, which I, I, I don't know if this is probably, it's probably the same level of incompetence, but they moved uh, money into a new multi-sig and the threshold was one of 12. <laughs> <laughs> what, why, yeah, ex exactly. Why even set up a multi-sig? <laughs> 
this comedy? Is this, is this specific movie uh, going to be a comedy rather than a drama? <laughs> but you know, Sam, I don't think I agree with you on one thing. I really doubt the fact that this is an incompetence. I don't think it's incompetence, to be honest. Like, uh, of course, I don't know. And uh, like we say, not financial advice and all uh, that stuff. Like, uh, but come on, is it incompetence? Or is it like uh, fraudulent behavior? Uh, to, to, to use the most gentle term I know to this kind of stuff in English, because this is uh, like uh, straight out robbery. You know, fool yeah. me once. Shame on me. Let fool me twice. Shame on me. Fool me four times. Just yeah. straight to jail. Straight to jail. Yeah. yeah, straight to jail. Exactly. <laughs> it's also tiresome. Straight to jail. <laughs> like, um, yeah. I mean, and it's it's it like you're right, DeFi advisor. Like, it's it's not incompetence because there are there are teams out there that you know have very successfully redeemed treasuries that have had competency problems. You know, and, or or have. N- failed to find a product market fit or have, but you know what? They're, they're not outright scammers. And so they eventually do the right thing and uh, do give back money that was raised. You know, uh, they, they do right by their token holders, by their investors. Um, This isn't a new concept. Uh, It's just at this point, they're out to steal what's left of the rest of the treasury until proven otherwise. Right. I mean, until it's redeemed, we have to assume that yeah. they have total plans to steal all the rest. You know what else you guys should do? Uh, it won't be as uh, like uh, beneficial as the movie. You won't earn that much revenue out of it. But I think <laughs> That's how we make it all back. I actually think you should go for merch. Like uh, We were also rugged by uh, Hector Dow. Yeah. Me f- and you see one one guy with like uh, a shirt with he was rugged three times by Hector Dow and another guy has a shirt that he was like four times by uh, Hector Dow. <laughs> at least uh, run with that meme and see if you can extract uh, any kind of value out of that because I think it's going to be easier for you guys to get any money that way rather than uh, waiting for the Hector Dow guys to uh, like change their uh, minds or behavior or uh, get that connection to chain analysis that they've been working so hard uh, to, to get, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. You know, uh, bounties at this point for, for doxing of the original developers would probably be helpful. Yeah, who knows? Um, yeah. Yeah, we uh, might have some leads on that, Sam. Well, hopefully the next time that we speak, these people. Yeah, well, you guys have me on when uh, the treasury is either at zero or. (laughs) (laughs) How's that? Only if you, only if you'll have the trailer for the movie by then. uh, Yeah, Yeah, we got some on-chain sleuths. I don't know how many uh, how many cameramen we got. (laughs) Easier, honestly, I think it's easier to find cameramen than uh, like successful uh, sleuths. But you know, Drezzo, maybe you could some you can come at some point with uh, with a sleuth, one of these sleuths, if one of them is willing to, uh, I don't know, to do voice docs or something like that, and really like uh, I don't know, uh, get us into the trenches of what actually has been uh, going under. Like I don't know, like is there any like even uh, a remote claim that someone can make that this is not uh, uh, fraudulent? Like, uh, can anyone even like present that case? I'm not even talking about convincing me that it's the fact. I'm I'm, I'm talking about one claim, one claim that I'm going to say, okay. Oh, you know what? There's there's the slightest of chance. But right now it looks like... I don't uh, think it's there, man. 
I don't think it's I don't there. think it's there either. And you know what? I've se- I think I've seen some soft drugs, uh, like uh, some that I'm willing to speak about and some that I'm not as willing, uh, maybe. But this is uh, like, uh, this feels to me not only like something that I'm willing to call a soft drug, but also like it's a soft drug that laughs in the faces of those who actually like uh, trusted it because it does it again and again and again. And it just like... Uh, It enjoys the fact that, that that it can keep doing it and doing it and doing it. And I don't know, this is uh, like, I actually really hope that uh, this time they're going to get these guys because th- this really, uh, th- this paints our whole hind- industry with the wrong uh, like uh, colors. We actually, I don't think it's what uh, crypto and DeFi is about. I think it's about a specific sector within uh, our industry, like the fraudulent sector. Uh, and, it's, and it's out there. And as an industry, we should do our best to, to be able to avoid it. But it's not tough. You, go, you know, Drezer, you, I, I hear, I'm, I'm talking to you. You're a smart guy. I don't know how uh, you were uh, like bait, baited into uh, like investing there. But if it can happen to you, it can happen to uh, anyone. Like, uh, you're, you, doesn't, you, you don't sound to me like someone who's just like, I don't know, throwing money uh, at, uh, at stuff. And uh, really, it's, it's a shame what these guys have been uh, doing from what, uh, from what you're telling us and what you're showing us. And I definitely just hope that uh, <laughs> at least there will be some kind of punishment. And man, am I waiting for this movie, man. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh... Yeah, exactly. Like, come, come uh, help. For the sake of our industry, <laughs> come help us uh, get these guys. You know, um, that's, uh, that's the call there. So, um, <clears throat> yeah. Wish you a lot of luck. Yeah, thank you. Uh, we wanted to talk about one other thing before we head out. Uh, Rabi Wallet has launched a point system. And I don't know if anybody has used Rabi. I've been on the, the fence just up until they added these points i was like ah you know like i've got it. i've been using metamask for so long i just don't want to switch but made the switch yesterday and uh i was pleasantly surprised rabbi is great it's it's got every feature that i could ever want and uh is like miles better than metamask hopefully metamask is uh gonna lose out to, to rabbi here because just the ux is great everything is great uh and if you've been just thinking about moving you definitely should because the the rabbi wallet is probably it's a 10x improvement over over metamask and so yeah oh i was gonna say so sam when you uh moved to rabbi did you put your seed phrase into rabbi or did you create all new wallets and transfer your funds over i'm, uh, I'm just like terrified of typing in you know any of my seed phrases <laughs> i don't uh, it always freaks me out when i like i'm like want to make the switch but then i'm like i don't want to type it in No, no, I have, I, I only use hardware wallets. I don't use any hot wallets. So Got it. It was super easy. You know, one of the things that I liked was that, uh, you know what sucks about MetaMask is that like every time you like load up MetaMask into a brand new instance, right? Uh, you have to go in and like go through the, the process of finding all the wallets that you want to enable. And they only show like five per screen. And you, you have to skip at like five at a time And, you know, if you're using fresh wallets for stuff sometimes, I mean, sometimes you have to go pretty deep in, into that list. And, and what's cool about Rabi is they, they find all your wallets right when you load up 
and insert your information, your information, whether it's through the private keys or through the hardware wallet. And then they also tell you how much money is in each wallet. So you may have forgotten about something. And uh, in those like 50, 100,000 wallets that you have, uh, you can go back and find them, which I thought was pretty incredible. That's the best kind of money, the money you forgot about. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing what you find in the DeFi couch cushions sometimes. Like, oh, I, I put $1,500 into Starstream. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> how do I get that back? <laughs> Uh, but well worth it. You get some points. Uh, if you do want to support Leviathan News, you can use the code Leviathan News when you uh, when sign up for points. Uh, you, oh, wow. Yeah. You don't have to if you don't want to. But if you want to support the show, but, you can. But you can consider. Yeah, exactly. You know what? I think that, uh, I think that I'm uh, being honest. And, I'm, and I think that use our uh, like ref code for this instead of Hector Dow's. <laughs> <laughs> At least we won't be able, I don't know if we will be able to earn anything, but I think uh, we, I don't have any plans to, uh, I don't know, to come and rag you, but who knows? <laughs> uh, yeah, don't, don't, don't do any of that. Don't, don't rag anybody. Uh, just tune into the Leviathan News, share it with all your friends and uh, let us know about these uh, terrible people that, that deserve jail. Uh, straight to jail. <laughs> it's always good to have jail cast on hump day. I know I love Joe Cass. <laughs> so it, it is fun to talk about, you know. Yeah, uh, it's, a, it's a good. So when you guys say it like that, maybe we should like uh, in a way be thankful uh, for uh, that. But still, let me do like you know. Let, let's do governance stuff, and uh, which uh, are uh, you know just as complex, but still at least no one actually rugged. At least it's people arguing uh, in order to avoid rugs rather than, uh, okay, yeah, we were rugged. This is what they did this time. They, this is how much they're taking. And they keep taking, uh, till next time we talk, probably uh, Drezzer, they will uh, like withdraw another two million uh, minimum uh, from, the, from the dwindling treasury. Oh, yeah, I did have one other uh, kind of sad announcement. We had Nocturne, who, oh, you know what? We talked about this yesterday. Nocturne shut down, which was bittersweet, unfortunately. Um, but it, it's the most it sounds like they're it. maybe going for a V2 or no? I think they're going for an L2, actually. L2, ah, okay. Yeah, uh, but, uh, you know, they probably will launch an L2, maybe get some points involved like everybody else. <laughs> I'm so over points right. at this point. Just yeah, points were never, uh, I don't know, uh, points aren't that interesting in my opinion. Uh, I wasn't on that wave or not. But also, you know, I, I, I keep hearing like, seriously, it's like everyone is opening a new L2. Huh? Yeah. Like, yeah. It's not, uh, at first there were only a few and I told myself, okay, maybe there will be some uh, like uh, big ones and small ones. But now it seems, okay, they're going to be like... Uh, they're going to be a lot of L2s that eventually are going to say, okay, you know what, we're... Uh, we're pivoting again. <laughs> it, it's, it's dizzying trying to follow all the points. Did you guys yeah. see the meme with the guy sitting in the chair? Like with points, 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 points yeah. all over. <laughs> Losing his mind slowly. We, we have Blur, I think. Uh, I think uh, someone tweeted like, what was the first? I think it was DCF uh, God tweeted like, who was the first protocol that did points? And I, I think people uh, decided it was Blur was the first one that really took off. So yeah, uh, Blur same was place. That's one, yeah. Same place I got this boo bear. So thanks, Blair. Thanks for the points. 
I did like this post from uh, lawyer Gabriel Shapiro who came out and uh, said points are probably the stupidest detour crypto has taken in my time here. Also borderline scammy. Uh, some VC replied, please reach out to me or Katie WAV if you're building something around points. We'd love to chat. And then they're also in the in the replies down there. <laughs> we love stupid ideas. We FW the points. And uh, then Gabe's like, some VC funding turning my points hate into Portco's pitch, perfectly coordinated by their partners, is what it took uh, to me to realize I'm in the simulation and the programmers are just <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then we also had a great comment down here as well, too. Uh, where's that one? Uh, where'd that go? Oh, VCs aren't stupid. If they can get in early enough and get that SAFT or points-based safe P, they'll do it. Less concerned about the secondary market if they can pump and dump. They're complicit in plenty of scams. <laughs> uh, for anybody who doesn't know, uh, the typical way that VCs invest is through a safety. So that's, that's like a, a safe, which is for equity. Uh, symbol agreement for future equity. And then there's also a token more uh, prescribed on it as well, too. And then uh, apparently we're going to have safe peas now. So you'll get points instead of tokens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I see. I see Rex is asking about what the problem is with points. I'm, I don't really think that, uh, I, I don't know, not just that it's a problem, but it's like it's a whole new trend that, uh, I don't know, in a way, like uh, gotten because uh, they, because they like, I think that for someone simple like me, it's like, okay, like cut it out with all this point stuff. Just tell me, am I going to get an airdrop or, uh, or not? You know, you know what I mean? Because uh, I'm not really like uh, spending these points and uh, like I can't swap these points into ETH. So I just think uh, that it's like they're, probably, they're, they're giving you like the, the assumption that you're going to get an airdrop, but you don't really know if you're ever going to get an airdrop and these points, like how are they going to reward you in uh, any way? So... I don't know. I like it better when I see a protocol uh, tells a smile for the camera, like with uh, Rabbi. And you actually know, okay, uh, something's going down. But of course, just the way I see things. By the way, uh, Sam, do you have time to show one thing more? Do, do you see what I've sent you in the uh, Yeah, sure. Did you see oh, the yeah. Uh, yeah. This was great. Like, Let's show it. I think it was. Uh, I, I actually I, I wrote them a message and I also tweeted about it, posted about it. Uh, this is the best marketing I think I've Oh, so good. Oops. Can we make uh, the, screen, the screen bigger, uh, maybe, Sam? No? Oh, yeah, sure. I can try that. They actually did, like, like, there's voices in the background here. Yeah, they're great. Yeah, it's so good. It's so good. Look this one. <laughs> uh, what movie is this from? Is this, is this like... Uh, is this the new? Is this the new one with Leo? I think he did uh, Killers of the Flower Moon. Is that? Yeah, is that this? Moon, yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet, so I don't actually know. I'm guessing, but it's a it's a Leo movie I haven't seen. So, God, everybody's here. It's just perfect. Tetranode and Mitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jim Spartan's here. Um, Bankless Bros and Solana Maxis. But they, they, what I liked about this is they, they actually had all the voices in here. They yeah, yeah, like, they did a serious job here. Like, uh, you should watch it a few times at home and, like, actually, like, uh, get a sense. They, yeah. they put so many details in it. Yeah. Here. I'll take you to the real it's amazing that they were able to, like, redo all the sound here. Yeah, they did a really nice job. Yeah. Great, great, great editing. Competing was, with uh, competing with Intern here. <laughs> who's the one who did this? Was this Amplis? 
Was this Amphilus that did this, or was this just like some some other people in the urine community? Uh, this is yeah. such a good commercial. This is yeah, such a good know. commercial. By the way, Yern uh, really is very good on, the, on that aspect, in my opinion. You remember their, uh, when they started with white, with the LSD, they had like a, very, a much shorter, but a very colorful one with uh, like uh, people, uh, you know? <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah every, all the all the marketing videos that Yearn has are like top notch. They 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 understand the culture brilliantly, brilliantly. And when I saw this one, honestly, this was by far the best because it was actually so funny and long. And uh, you know, the best marketing is when there's some kind of tension, in my opinion. Like when you have to wait for the message and, <laughs> and it builds up and uh, and uh, really, I think it it, it was brilliantly done. Uh, hope we get him uh, to talk about it uh, at some point as well. Yeah. Well, cool. Thank you guys for coming on today. Appreciate you being here, Dr. Zer. Oh, wait. You dropped out. Uh, dropped out for a second. No, there we go. Yeah, sorry. Connection. It's okay. Uh, thank you for being here today, Dr. Zer, giving us an update on Hector Dow. Um, Thanks for having me. We should do a... Uh... We should do another uh, arbitrage plays uh, RFB <laughs> roundup sometime. Um, and like I said, I, have me have me back when the treasury is zero or actually redeemed. We can either no, but let's do it before. Let's do it before. <laughs> let's let's do it after with the the uh, the next hack. Why why not? <laughs> no more hacks. Did Can't say, take any more hacks. Wrote, by the way, the Drezer, did they write in the last uh, medium article when's the next hack uh, planned for? Or uh, is it still like, uh, you know, depends on how many points and uh, all, every uh, participant is going to have. Who knows? Who knows? Well, cool. Thank you so much, everybody. We will be back tomorrow. Uh, I believe we have... Uh, I've, we have a guest. Some Arbitrum uh, folks, actually. Uh, it's still not 100%, uh, but I think that, I hope that at least a few uh, will come and uh, talk about Arbitrum governance. I don't know if people have seen like the whole advisory council elections and that kind of stuff. I think there's a whole lot going around, uh, like behind the scenes, and uh, people were talking. And uh, definitely hope that we can get at least uh, two interesting people to discuss some stuff because I actually think it's a topic that uh, many people will uh, find interesting. Yeah, the L tip. We're moving from from STIP to L tip, so yeah, we're going to be talking about it here. Uh, apparently, the arbitrum incentives will never end. <laughs> but more about that tomorrow <laughs> when we come back. And uh, thank you everybody for tuning into Leviathan News. Share it with your friends. Share it with your mom. And Share your with friends. Look for our uh, ref links and uh, use them, but do it responsibly for yep. sure. Mm -hmm. And uh, Sam, thanks a lot. Amazing job as usual, man. Honestly, really enjoyed uh, this one. I, I think it's a very important uh, topic that not that many uh, are uh, talking about with the uh, whole Hector Dow uh, issue. And uh, it's very good. Uh, it's very important to bring uh, any kind of spotlight into it even just to like uh, maybe maybe there's one listener out there that's going to avoid one rug because of uh, what uh, Drezer is sharing with us so already it's going to be something good yeah uh, well thanks everybody we'll be back tomorrow and thank you for tuning into the live the news bye folks <laughs>